As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. No, no, you don't mean it. I'm sorry, Jane. I can't do this anymore. We're over. I'd been dating Jane for about six months, but lately we hadn't been getting on very well, and I wasn't happy. I knew she wasn't the one for me, and it was only fair that I finished our relationship. I'll do anything you want, just tell me, Jane pleaded. There's nothing you can do or say. I've made up my mind. We are through. I turned to leave, but Jane threw herself on the floor and held onto my leg. Don't go. Give me another chance. I tried to shake myself free from her grasp, but she held on. Come on, Jane, you're acting crazy. Let me go. I'll never let you go. Is there someone else? Is there? No, there isn't anyone else. We're just not right for each other. But before I go on, don't forget to like and subscribe and hit that notification bell. If you do, luck will come your way. Even though my breakup with Jane was pretty ugly, it was for the best. Because not long after I met the girl of my dreams, I was in the mall when I saw her walking towards me. She was beautiful. I didn't used to believe in love at first sight, but now I do. We both headed into the coffee shop. I let her order first, and then I got my latte. Fate was definitely playing a hand that day because when I looked around, every table and chair was full, except one seat, which happened to be next to the seat she had taken. Do you mind if I sit here? I asked. She looked at me and smiled. My heart skipped a beat. Sure, no problem. I'm Paul, what's your name? Lola. That was the beginning of our relationship. From that moment on, we spent every possible moment together. She was the perfect girl for me. I thought that nothing would ever come between us. But one day, my whole world came crashing down. I was at Lola's house watching TV with her. Her parents had gone out for dinner and we had the house to ourselves. I was just sitting there thinking how perfect my life was when suddenly there was a loud banging at the front door. I looked at Lola in surprise. Whoever that is needs to calm down a bit. Lola went to answer the door. I could hear a number of voices and Lola shouting. What is this? What's going on? I rushed out of the room to see what the commotion was about. The scene before my eyes was unimaginable. Lola was surrounded by FBI agents and one of them was putting handcuffs on her. Lola, what's going on? She turned to me. Her face was full of tears. I have no idea what this is about. They said that I'm on their most wanted list, but honestly, I haven't done anything. I watched as the FBI put Lola in a car and then drove her away. It felt like I was in a dream, but sadly, I wasn't. I didn't know what to do, but I knew I couldn't just leave her to handle this all alone. I grabbed my jacket and headed down to the FBI headquarters. 
When I got there, I told the man at the front desk that I wanted to see my girlfriend. Her name is Lola. Your agents have just been to her house and arrested her. The man told me to take a seat and he'd look into it for me. After about 10 minutes, he came and told me to follow him through to the interrogation room. He opened the door and I saw Lola sitting at the table. When she saw me, her face lit up. Paul, thank goodness you're here. They want to know where I was last Saturday night. I told them I was with you all night. The FBI agent looked at me. Is it true? Did you spend the evening with Lola watching movies? I thought back to last Saturday. I hadn't been with Lola that night because it was my grandma's birthday and we had taken her out for dinner. But I realized Lola needed me as her alibi. Yes, that's right. We were at home the whole evening. Luckily, the FBI believed me and they let Lola go. When we got back to her house, I asked her, why did you want me to lie? You know I was out with my family for dinner last Saturday. I know, I'm sorry. I just panicked. I was alone that evening and I thought that if no one could give me an alibi, then they would lock me up. I was a bit confused. Surely, if she was innocent, she would just tell the truth. But then again, I had no idea what it felt like to be arrested. Maybe I would have panicked too. Okay, don't worry about it anymore. It's obviously a case of mistaken identity. I'm sure you won't be hearing from them again. Lola didn't hear from them again, but I did. A couple of days later, I was on my way home when I sensed a car driving slowly beside me. As I got to my house, the car stopped and two men got out. They showed me their badges. They were from the FBI. Paul, we need you to come in and answer a few questions. What about? I already told you everything I know. Just come with us. When we got back to their headquarters, they took me to the interrogation room. Look, Paul, we know you lied to us. We've checked the CCTV around your house and we saw you going out with your family for dinner. I'm sorry, I just wanted to protect Lola. It's okay, we understand why you did it, but Lola is a criminal. What has she done? The FBI explained that Marky Stevens, the famous rapper, was missing. He had been kidnapped. They showed me a photo of him. I know him. Everyone knows Marky Stevens. He's so famous. A witness gave a description of the kidnapper and it fits Lola exactly. Honestly, Lola would never be involved with anything like this. She's an honest, kind girl. She wouldn't hurt anyone. I managed to convince the FBI that Lola was innocent. Okay, we will take your word for it, but please just be careful around Lola. And if you notice anything suspicious, call us right away. The agent handed me a card with his number on it and I put it into my pocket. When I got home, I didn't tell my parents what had gone on. I didn't want them worrying about me or doubting Lola. I didn't mention it to Lola either because I knew that she would just start panicking again. A couple of days later, I was at Lola's house again and we were sitting watching TV. It was the first time that she actually felt relaxed. She had been constantly on edge ever since the FBI had been at her house. I really hoped that she was starting to put it all behind her. Do you want some popcorn? She asked me. I'd love some. Lola got up and went through to the kitchen. I sat on the sofa just thinking about how strange the last week had been when suddenly I heard a noise. I went into the hallway to listen. There it was again. Something or someone was downstairs in the basement. I went down the stairs to the basement and opened the door. I couldn't believe what I saw. Marky Stevens was there. He was tied to a chair. Help me, help me, I've been kidnapped. I was in shock. Then I heard Lola behind me. What is he doing here? I don't understand. You're lying, you kidnapped him, that's what he's doing here. Lola looked at me confused. I didn't kidnap him. I don't believe you. 
I pulled the card out of my pocket and called the number. Marky Stevens is at Lola's house. Within a few minutes, the house was filled with FBI agents. They set Marky Stevens free and arrested Lola for his kidnapping. I had been so stupid. Love had obviously blinded me. I spent the next two days just going over everything in my head, but nothing made sense. I knew that if I wanted to find out the truth, then I would have to go and visit Lola in jail. I waited in a room for a guard to bring Lola to talk to me. When she walked in, I could tell from her face that she had been crying. I felt so sorry for her, but I had to keep on reminding myself that she was a criminal. I didn't do this, Paul. You have to get me out of here. I don't believe you. How can I? The evidence was in your basement. I don't know how he got there, but I swear it was nothing to do with me. She sounded so sincere. I couldn't help but believe her. I'll try to get you some help. Give me a couple of days and I'll come back again. But as I was leaving the building, I saw that Marky Stevens was being interviewed in a room. I watched through the glass to see what he was saying. The FBI agent was showing him a photograph of Lola. Is this the person that kidnapped you? I'm not sure. It looks a bit like her, but I can't be sure. Can you remember anything else about her? Marky Stevens thought for a while. I would definitely know her voice. If I could hear her speak, then I would know for sure. The FBI agent left the room. A few minutes later, he came in with Lola. He told Lola to read out a sentence from a piece of paper. Lola had only just begun to speak when Mark Stevens interrupted her. That's not her voice. Her voice isn't anything like the person that kidnapped me. My heart jumped for joy when I heard his words. Lola had been telling the truth all along. The FBI agent turned to Lola. Looks like you're free to go, young lady. I waited outside the building and a few minutes later, Lola came walking out. I ran up to her and put my arms around her. I'm so sorry for doubting you. Can you forgive me? Of course I forgive you. I just want to go home and forget this ever happened. I took Lola home. Do you want me to go too? I asked. No, please stay here with me. I don't want to be on my own. Okay, I'll make us a cup of tea and then we can watch a movie. Okay, while you're doing that, I'll go down and get some blankets out of the basement <laughs> to keep us warm. I made the tea and sat waiting for Lola. The minutes ticked by, but she didn't come back. I wonder what's taking her so long. I waited a bit longer, but then I began to worry. What if she had fallen or something? I made my way down the stairs to the basement. You'll never believe what I saw when I opened the door. Jane, my ex-girlfriend, was standing there and Lola was tied to a chair. Jane, what are you doing here? Paul, help me, this girl is crazy, said Lola. What do you want with me? Why did you tie me up? It's not you I want, it's Paul. He broke up with me and it's all your fault. Jane, you're insane. I didn't even know Lola when I broke up with you. If you're out of the way, then Paul will be mine again. Jane, I will never date you again. You're crazy. Please take me back, Paul. No way. I grabbed hold of Jane and tried to push her away. All I could think about was freeing Lola and getting out of there. But every time I got near Lola, Jane jumped on my back and pulled me away. Don't help her, come with me, she cried. In all the chaos, Jane didn't notice that Lola was using her hairpin to hack away at the ropes that were binding her. The last fiber snapped and the ropes fell to the ground. Lola jumped up from the chair and lunged at Jane. They both fell to the ground, rolling over and over. Eventually, Lola managed to hold Jane down. I picked up the ropes and tied her hands together so she couldn't escape. I called the FBI and told them what had happened. 
Okay, keep her tied securely. We will have some officers there shortly. As we waited for the officers to arrive, I couldn't stop wondering what else Jane had done. Was it you that kidnapped Marky Stevens? I asked. I could see that she was going to deny it, but I wanted... Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. To know the truth. Don't even think about lying. If you want any chance of getting back with me, then tell me what you did. Okay, okay, I did kidnap him, but I only did it to get Lola out of the way. I dressed up as Lola so that the FBI would think it was her that did it. I thought that if she was locked up in prison, then you'd be free to get back with me. I can't believe you would do something like that. Lola is right, you are crazy. But we're going to get back together though, right? You said if I told you the truth. I will never get back with you. Anyway, you'll be the one going to prison. I'll deny everything. It's only us that know the truth. That's where you're wrong, young lady. We heard everything, and we have it recorded, said an FBI agent stepping into the room. Looks like we got you just in time, said another agent. They took Jane away. She's now locked up in prison for kidnapping. Lola and I are getting on with our lives and just trying to forget about my crazy ex-girlfriend. 